You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 245, Fighting the Holiday Blues. Isn't it interesting that the what should be the most joyous, the most happy, um, the most wonderful time of the year, as we say, is just the opposite for so many people. You know, this is a time of year when um, really large numbers of people, maybe even you, experience anxiety, depression, uh, maybe moodiness, maybe you experience physical exhaustion. There's a lot of things that are going on inside of you and you, you maybe you even feel guilty because of having these feelings, of dealing with these, these emotions. You know, there's a, a very interesting study that shows that uh, 20 to 30 percent, maybe even more, of Americans deal with either mild or stronger uh, depression and anxiety during the holiday season. Uh, it's a great article. It's in Psychology Today, and I would recommend you read it. There'll be a link in the show notes. It's, it's, it's very um, uh, enlightening. It'll give you some good information to go along with what we talk about today. So definitely check the article out. But uh, the article showed that, you know, so many people deal with uh, these type of emotions during uh, the Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, New Year's season. Um, you know, and it's a, it's a, a very sad thing. Uh, anxiety and depression can be triggered by many things. And in the lives of these folks that we're talking about, and, and again, it may be you as well, uh, it could be... Um, maybe you know it's triggered by the loss of a loved one, maybe a divorce, yours or people who are close to you. Loneliness, you may be celebrating the holidays by yourself. That's always a sad thing, and and it can it can bring it on. Um, and just just you know, <laughs> let me pull the veil off for a minute. Several years ago, I had to celebrate uh, Thanksgiving by myself. Um, I was in. South America, we were living there as missionaries. My wife had already come to the U.S., and I had traveled to another part of the country where I was ministering in a church. But, you know, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving, so for them it was just Thursday. And and I remember sitting in a restaurant, you know, having having lunch by myself, thinking, well, man, this is, this is no fun, celebrating Thanksgiving by myself in another country. And, you know, there was a little bit of depression there. And, and and I can imagine people dealing with that year after year, so, you know, celebrating the holidays by themselves. Um, you know, maybe family discord, maybe financial problems brings this on. Maybe there's a guilt that you don't have the money to to buy all the things that that you want to buy for those that you love. So there's a lot of a lot of uh, uh, pressure 
you know, especially in America, to to buy the right gift, to get the right thing. And uh, maybe there's another feeling that you, you struggle with, that feeling of maybe not meeting someone else's expectations during the holidays. Now, what's fascinating about this, this dilemma is uh, the, the psychologists actually have a name for it. And until I read the article, I would have said, no, no, this is not real. You're making this up. But the uh, condition is actually called SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. And no joke, that is the clinical name given to, to this condition by psychologists and psychiatrists. So um, the, the, the article, like I say, there's a link in the show notes. Check it out. It will, it will help you. Now, what, is, what does this disorder look like? Well, for some people, it might be uh, an emotional heaviness. Um, and, you know, we can say it's an emotional heaviness, but really that's just a nice way of saying depression. Um, we might feel it as the holidays approach. There uh, is the holidays approach. Uh, there might be a feeling of weariness. Um, we're just tired. You struggle to get out of bed in the morning. Uh, maybe there's those feelings of sadness, like we talked about, because of the loss of a loved one, or some bad memories associated with the holidays. You know, for some of us, the holidays haven't always been happy, and maybe there's some bad memories that that have have you know really. Uh, affected the way that we celebrate the holidays even today. And, you know, many people would acknowledge that that also they feel guilty because they feel depressed. I mean, it's the most wonderful time of the year. How can I possibly be depressed? And so that adds more guilt. So what can we possibly do to break out of this cycle? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in just a minute. Well, do not go away. We'll be right back. But I want to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by a a really big Christmas sale that's going on with my books. Now, I've got 13 books out, and almost every one of them, um, really the prices have been slashed as much as Amazon will let me slash them. Um, There's four books that that I don't have any control over the price because of my publisher, but these these last nine books I've published myself, and so I've slashed the prices just as much as Amazon will let me get away with. So, check them out. The, 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 The link is there. You can go through and check out each book. Listen, there is something on this list for everyone on your Christmas list. So make sure you check it out. Um, you know, definitely uh, a great stocking stuffer, a great gift, some great books. Uh, there's biblical studies, there's leadership, and there's some phenomenal fiction. I had some people the other day that were, were telling me they've just read, uh, they're, they're reading my fiction series. It's a thriller series. And, and, and they were just blown away by the action, by the character development, by the plots. And we're just having so much fun reading it and telling other people about it. So make sure you check it out. Well, all right. We're talking about how do we fight the holiday blues. We've, we've talked about the fact that seasonal affective disorder is really a thing. 
So what can we do to combat it? What can we do to fight this uh, thing that brings heaviness, this thing that brings depression into our lives? And I'm going to give you some, some practical things that will help you during this holiday season and beyond. Number one, look outward beyond yourself. Now, what do I mean by that? You know, the thing about depression, and not because I've dealt with depression myself, I know this is true. Depression is a very inward-looking thing. I'm focusing on my problems. I'm focusing on my hurts. I'm focusing on my issues when I'm depressed. And because I'm doing that, I'm not looking outward to the needs of those around me. And look, I get it. There are times when people need professional help for their depression. And I don't discount that a bit. I've got friends who take medicine for their depression because there's a chemical imbalance. I get it. But I can't help but wonder how many people would be healed or at least helped if they would just start to get their eyes off of their own problems and look for ways to help other people. You know, in the Christmas season, the holiday season is such a wonderful time to help other people. Um, and obviously the rest of the year as well, but we're talking about holiday blues. So, so let's talk about Christmas time. Um, you know, there's just something healthy and therapeutic for helping those less fortunate than us. And you know, this time of year especially, there's so many great opportunities to help other people. Um, the United States Marine Corps, uh, their popular program, Toys for Tots. What a wonderful program, giving uh, toys to the Marines who in turn are giving them to children who wouldn't have a Christmas without that. The Salvation Army does a wonderful job. Uh, our church is actually involved this Christmas season in the Angel Tree Project. And essentially what you do is you... Uh, adopt a child, and there's a list of things that they would love to have. And, you know, so so we've adopted a number of children in, in, in our church, and, and families have bought gifts, which are going to be delivered to the Salvation Army, and then they will be, in turn, be delivered to the, the family. And these are children who would not have a Christmas unless someone was being their angel. So what a wonderful thing to do. Just a great way to reach out to people. Um you know, gosh, for years I had a, a, a ministry where I was involved in, in, a, in a nursing home. And this time of year especially, people are lonely. Their kids may live out of state. They don't have anybody visiting them. And a, and a, and a visit to a nursing home is such a powerful and therapeutic thing. Uh, my wife and I actually sponsor a couple of girl, little girls with Compassion International. And so we were able to um, give some extra money to buy Christmas gifts for them so that they'll be able to celebrate Christmas. They live in very uh, poor areas of Brazil. So these are just a couple of things that you can do. But you know, on a regular basis, what are you doing to serve other people? I mean, the church that I'm a part of, serving as a part of our culture, we just believe very strongly in serving others. And I would just say if if you're dealing with depression, if you're dealing with anxiety, I would just ask yourself this question. What can you do to give back? Number two, go to church. Now, 
if you're not if you're not a church person, I'm not trying to preach at you, but you know, this time of year is such a great time to start a new habit. Church is, you know, such a great place to visit all the time, to be a part of all the time. But this time of year, so many churches have special programs. They have special musical presentations, children's programs, plays, special services designed to help people celebrate Christmas. And for somebody who's struggling with seasonal affective disorder, if you're struggling with SAD, being around positive, loving, affirming people, that's one of the best things you can do. The atmosphere that you create around your life is, is really such an important factor. And when you stay by yourself, um, you know, that negative atmosphere can just wrap itself around you. And that becomes that really what the Bible calls a spirit of heaviness. So if you didn't have plans to go to church this year, I'd just say look around. Look in your community. See who's advertising for Christmas services and check it out. You'll be so glad you did. Number three, plan who you are going to spend time with this holiday season. You know, family can be one of the, the causes for Christmas or seasonal depression. Um, you know, look, I get it. Every family's a little dysfunctional. And if that's the case, if you've got some issues in your family, decide ahead of time who you're going to visit and how much time you're going to spend. And, um, you know, really plan it out ahead of time. I mean, it's nice to visit relatives, but it's also nice to leave. And planning ahead how much, um, time you're going to spend with your, uh, you know, crazy aunt Gertrude, well, that's a proactive way to eliminate stress. You know, I mean, I get it. There are certain family obligations, but you've got control of your time. You can decide how long you want to stay. And, you know, some some relationships just aren't healthy. Now, of course, if you're married, you probably want to talk to your spouse about this prior to the, to the visits and decide, okay, listen, we're going to stay at this these folks' house for an hour. We'll stay here for two hours. And then we have something else we have to do. And, you know, it's your time. You're going to visit, but you don't have to stay for, for hours on end. And, you know, look, I get it. There's obligations when family's involved, but often family is one of the biggest triggers for seasonal affective disorder. So, you know, let's plan ahead. And, and then also make sure you split, spend plenty of time with your non-crazy relatives and friends. Um, and this kind of goes back to what I was talking about, church, you know, community. You know, make sure you're spending time with people that you actually really want to be with. Um, your entire holiday season shouldn't be with people, family, and friends that you really don't want to be hanging out with. And I get it. There's, there, Like we said, there's obligations. But try and spend as much time with people that you just want to be with, people that encourage you and build you up rather than people that depress you. And then number four, number four, and let me do a quick recap before we get to number four. Number one, we talked about looking outward beyond your own problems. Number two, go to church. Number three, plan who you're going to spend time with. And then number four, get some exercise. You know, I've got a, I've got a friend who's a psychiatrist, and she's actually, when people come to her for depression, one of the first things that she asks them, she says, are you exercising? Do you have an exercise program? Because for someone who's struggling with depression, 
Exercise is God's way of bringing healing. Um, when you train, when you get a good strong workout in, when you you know ride a few miles on your bike or run or lift weights or do something strenuous, it actually releases endorphins into your brain that combat depression. Um, so that's one of the first things she'll ask. And then we also talked about you know serving and looking outward. And that's the other thing she'll ask before she ever prescribes medicine. Are you exercising? And, and where are you involved in your community? If you're not in church, are you serving? Are you giving back in your community? Because she knows what a difference it'll make. But let's talk about exercise for a minute. Listen, you're already planning next year to drop a few pounds. And we'll talk about goal setting on another episode, but you're already thinking about it. You already realize you probably want to you know, drop a few pounds and get started with an exercise program. Well, why not start now? Start during the holiday season. Um, you know, I actually, the gym was closed on Thanksgiving Day, and my wife and I were actually going to, to, to somebody's house, and it just kind of the way the, the timing worked out, we were going to end up getting there too early. So we actually stopped at a park, and I walked around the park. You know, crazy, but I felt so much better doing it, um, having just had a big meal and then getting ready to go and have more food. So um, start an exercise program. It, it, it's a great tool at defining depression. Um, you you know you know it's going to be good for you, and you know get started now. Why wait until the new year? And you know maybe maybe you just start taking some walks during December. Uh, maybe you go ahead and if you're taking time off, go ahead up go up to the gym and talk to the gym. Get a get a you know find out what the deal is. A lot of times, a lot of health clubs are health clubs are offering some seasonal deals. So you might even save some money if you signed up now. And get involved. Um, Take care of yourself physically. You've only got one body. And taking care of your body is going to affect your soul's well-being and your spirit's well-being also. So go ahead and get started now. You'll notice a difference in the way that you feel. Um, You're going to be proud of yourself. You're going to be glad that you started this, this, this exercise program in December rather than waiting until January. It's going to make you feel better because, look, we're all eating. I mean, it's the holidays. We're all stuffing ourselves. So, you know, why don't we burn some calories and, you know, to, to go along with it? Um, stay active during this, this holiday season. And just a practical thing, if you've never worked out before and you're going to go join a health club, treat yourself. Buy yourself a Christmas present. And, and pay for a few sessions with a personal trainer. They're going to help you. I was talking to somebody the other day who was new um, to working out. And, you know, they just, and I was, you know, trying to answer some of their questions, trying to help them. But, you know, one of the greatest things that we can do for ourselves is, you know, get a few sessions with a personal trainer. They're going to teach us how to work out. They're going to help us put a plan together. And they're going to hold us accountable. So it's, it's, it's money well spent. So, quick recap. Look outward beyond your own problems. Go to church. Plan who you're going to spend time with. Don't spend all your time this holiday season with your crazy relatives. Spend some time with the non-crazy relatives and friends as well. And then exercise. And along with exercise, I meant to mention this when I talked about it, is you know, I know it's it's December, I know where it's the holidays, I know there's some overcast days, but get some sunshine. Get out and walk around when the sun shines out. 
Um, you know, one of the things that's been shown to cause depression is is a in some cases is a lack of vitamin D. And I've started taking a vitamin D supplement myself on, on the recommendation of somebody else. But um, but you know, getting some vitamin D, getting out walking around in the sunshine, um, just another thing you can do to help combat seasonal affective disorder. Well, I'm going to stop there, and I want to ask you this question. Can you think of any other ways to fight the holiday blues? I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com, sign up to get my free newsletter while you're there, but while you're at davidspell.com, make sure you leave me a question or comment so that we can stay in touch. Well, friends, I appreciate you being with me. Look forward to talking to you again next week. And until then, this is David Spell encouraging you to keep fighting those holiday blues.